just when you thought there was no hope for baby boomers. It's the Rational Boomer Podcast. Logic, common sense, compassion. Yeah, who knew? Now, here's Mike. We are back with the Rational Boomer Podcast. I hope you had a great weekend. I hope you had some decent weather for at least a short period of time that allowed you to get out and enjoy life a little bit. I had a great weekend. had a chance to see my uh, beautiful little granddaughter. She's coming up on 15 months, and she's absolutely adorable. And I tell you what, if you're one of those folks that hate hearing about people talk about their grandkids all the time, yeah, you're in the wrong spot because I talk about her all the time. But this was uh, an eventful weekend for us because this was the first chance for uh, my wife's side of the family to be able to see our granddaughter for the first time. And that's always exciting. Everybody was anxious to see her, and she was just as cute and as adorable as as she ever is, so it went well. It was good to get together with that side of the family, and it was good to give them a chance to actually meet their new relative. Now, you know, as I said, I talk about my granddaughter a lot because every day I just love this kid more and more and more. But in addition to loving her more and more, I become more concerned, more upset, and more angry about the future we might leave this little girl and all the people that are her contemporaries. We older people will have our lives pretty much set. Things aren't going to change for us until we come to our demise. But what we leave behind is absolutely crucial. I'd be nice to have some kind of legacy to leave these kids, these COVID kids or older kids, kids that are coming up that will ultimately run this country, leave them something to work with. And as much as we watch the Republicans try to destroy everything, try to destroy democracy, it makes me angrier and it makes me more concerned every day. So that's why I do the things I do when it comes to talking on TikTok or doing the podcast or wherever else it is that I'm, I'm, I'm talking about. Now, I wanted to bring up something uh, that I just did a TikTok for and I wanted to expand upon it. You know that they had the CPAC meeting again this this weekend. Now, CPAC stands for Conservative Political Action Committee. Now, you remember the CPAC meeting from last year. That was the year where they had that beautiful golden statue of the pig we know as Donald Trump. Man, these clowns were worshiping this false idol as much as they possibly could. And they were just having a great time talking down about the Democrats and talking about the election and all these things. Well, things didn't turn out well for them. They lost the election as much as they want to say, and they did at this event, that it was a hoax, that it was election fraud, that Donald Trump actually won. The fact is, Donald Trump isn't in the White House. He isn't in the Oval Office. He isn't the president. He's some poor, stupid uh, man with some uh, cognitive... uh, inabilities and 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 some uh, and being incontinent and he's sitting in new jersey right now in one of his properties that will probably be taken away sometime soonly because people are going to be calling his his uh, loans out but but that's beside the point so he too was at this cpac meeting 
And of course, he spoke and he said the same things he says every time. They stole the election. I'm still the president. It's a hoax. The Democrats, the radical left. He said the same things that he always says. You have to wonder when these people who listen to him every time will get tired of these complaints and these comments. How long can he possibly go without boring these people but apparently they're so simple-minded that they don't mind what he says they don't mind that he repeats it i mean this clown has trouble completing a sentence and then he would start to repeat those incomplete sentences he was has some definite cognitive inabilities he's losing it they keep want to talk about wanting to talk about joe biden but joe biden speaks clearly enough yeah he has a stuttering problem here and there and sometimes it's not as quick paced and not as uh, uh, clear as it should be because of that problem but it has nothing to do with not being cognitively able to do it Donald Trump's a whole different story. He can speak clearly. He doesn't have a stuttering problem. It's just a matter of coming up with a full sentence to spit out. He just doesn't do it. So he's up there rattling away and, 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 and talking, and people are cheering, of course. They even had a straw poll for him to decide who they would vote for president. Now, they took two polls, one with Donald Trump in it and one with Donald Trump out of it. Now, with Donald Trump in it, and of course, Donald Trump won. This is a cult. He's the cult leader. No matter what he does, they are going to stand behind him. Now, they also did a straw poll without him. And of course, Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, won it without Donald Trump in it. And, and Ron DeSantis is nothing more than a sycophant to Donald Trump. He's doing some crazy shit. He's in a state that has some serious ass problems. But he's too busy sucking up to Donald Trump. They have hurricanes coming through. They have buildings collapsing. They have COVID exploding. And Ron DeSantis wants to go to CPAC and buddy up with Donald Trump. So hopefully he can get elected president. Well, it's never going to happen. Republicans are going to be hard-pressed to get elected for anything two years from now. But they still have that in mind, and they still think Donald Trump is the way to get elected. Well, he's not. Donald Trump is going to take a horrible fall sometime soon, and then they're all going to be lefting, left holding their least impressive appendages in their hands with their mouths agape. Trust me, this is going to happen. But what I found very interesting about this CPAC get-together this year, they didn't have the golden statue, of course. But you know what they did have? They had special guests, Oath Keepers and Proud Boys. <laughs> yeah, they were welcome to this thing. They were absolutely welcomed in. And when questioned about it, now, of course, Republicans will say, well, you know... Democrats have get-togethers, too, and they have crazy people coming to them, too. It's just as bad with the Democrats. Well, no, no, it's not. Because the Oath Keepers and Proud Boys aren't like whatever crazies show up to the Democratic events. Oath Keepers and Proud Boys are insurrectionist, racist, violent gangs. And they welcome them in to this event. 
Now, a lot of people are backing him. A lot of people, like Donald Trump, think these are the greatest guys in the world, even though they tried to overturn our government. They want to try to say that it was just a tourist event. It was very, very nice. Donald Trump at CPAC said that January 6th had a lot of love in it, that it was an important thing. It was a good thing. There was a lot of love there. That's exactly what he said. Well, we've all seen the videos. I'm hard-pressed to say there's any love in this fucking thing. And if you think there are, you shouldn't be listening to this podcast because you're going to shit your pants if you keep listening to this podcast. So when you talk to the Democrats, I, I saw an interview. I saw an interview on CNN. Now all the, all the Trumplicans are going to say, oh, yeah, CNN's bad, CNN's bad. Look, I don't take... Any media outlet without a grain of salt. I try to take as much information as I can, do research, and decide for myself what is the truth. But CNN doesn't talk about insurrection in a positive way. They don't call a pandemic where 600,000 people died a hoax. So I will listen to them from time to time. And Brianna Keller was talking to a former governor. Tim Pawlenty. Now, I have a particular disdain for Mr. Pawlenty. He was the governor of Minnesota. He was the absolute fucking worst governor of the state of Minnesota in history. Now, Tim Pawlenty was governor of Minnesota around the same time uh, Todd Walker, or whoever the hell he is, in Wisconsin. Now, these guys were precursors to Donald Trump. They were these Republican, ridiculous, fucking, racist people that we're seeing now that's out there in the public, in front of every one of us. They did some horrible things in their states with voting, with racism, with uh, giving money to rich people. Well, anyway, they're talking to Tim Pawlenty, and they said, what do you think about the Oath Keepers and, 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 and the Proud Boys showing up at the CPAC? He said, and he was the one of the ones that said what I was saying is that, well, crazy people go to the uh, Democratic events, too. And Brianna Keller, who actually is pretty good, said, well, like who? He goes, well, Antifa. <laughs> I don't think Antifa is going to the Democratic events. I don't think they're um, pledging allegiance to Joe Biden or anybody else. The one question I always want to ask these people to keep spouting Antifa, I'd say, do you know what the word Antifa means? And if you do, are you against Antifa? You see, Antifa isn't a group like the Oath Keepers or, or the Proud Boys. It's a conglomeration of groups. It's a movement more than anything, right? It's like saying, it's like saying I'm against the civil rights movement. It was a bunch of people. It was Black Panthers. It was all kinds of people in that movement. And that's what Antifa is. And if you're against Antifa, that means you are against anti-fascism, anti-racism. Is that what you're against? Are you saying that you are for fascism? You are for racism? Because when you say you're against Antifa, that's exactly what you're saying. First of all, you don't understand what the group is because it's not a group, it's a movement. There are a bunch of groups tied to what you call Antifa. But they'll want to say that, uh, yeah, there's Antifa. 
And <laughs> and Brianna would say, uh, yeah, but that's not a group. What about the Oath Keepers and Proud Boys? And this guy just shit himself because he couldn't answer the question. And Brianna Keeler pushed him and pushed him and pushed him and embarrassed him in the end. And I was happy to see that because for me, I've never been a fan of Tim Pawlenty. I thought he was the worst of the worst. And he was the precursor to what we now know as the Trump era. He was not as bad as Trump, but he was the ramping up to Trump, as well as Walker in Wisconsin. These people need to be diminished and disregarded because they are the bane of this country. They are the people that are hurting this country for their benefit, for their benefactors' benefit. And when I say benefactors, I mean the rich and I mean big corporations. That's who they work for. They work against the middle class. They work against people that are just trying to make a living and just trying to get by. It's an elite situation for these fucking people, and they need to be gotten rid of. It's absolutely ridiculous when we see something like the CPAC convention and they allow racists and uh, insurrectionists and people who don't care about democracy. They want to destroy democracy. Now, a lot of Republicans who might be more toward the middle will say to me or say to anybody, well, yeah, those guys are a little rough, so we, we, don't, we don't really side with them. But see, you do. You do side with them because the entire Republican Party has chosen to take that route, to take the Donald Trump route, to call the January 6th insurrection uh, just a little tourist event. It's nice. There was a lot of love. You've chosen as a party, as a group, to accept that. And whether or not you believe it or, or, or support it, you're part of that group. So, in fact, you do support it. In fact, you do promote it. And you do continue to make it persist. If you're a true leader and you're in government and you happen to be in a party that's going down the wrong road that's against democracy, if you're a true leader, you stand up and push back like Liz Cheney did or Adam Kinzinger. But those are the only two. The rest of you fucks are sitting back and saying, yeah, yeah, whatever it takes to get reelected. You see, that's problematic for the Republican Party and doesn't bode well for the future. Because as Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger know, this stuff is all going to come to light. People are going to be exposed. People are going to be in trouble. Donald Trump will go down the shitter and everybody else that followed him and all of his insurrectionist tendencies will go by the wayside too. So even if you're not speaking up, but just going along, You're going to get sucked down that hole with them. And you know what? You fucking deserve it. We're supposed to have leaders in Congress looking out for the people of this country, looking out for democracy. And if you don't, you deserve to go. You deserve to be sucked down the hole with all the other garbage that's going to be sucked down there. And trust me, it's coming. It is coming quickly because we've got this... uh, Insurrection Select Committee coming up, how much is going to be exposed? They might even subpoena Donald Trump, and he'll have to come this time because he's not president. If he doesn't, he can be arrested. And the fact of the matter is he's going to be arrested for other things, so it may not matter to him. 
Kevin McCarthy needs to be talked to about it. We've got Rudy Giuliani shit coming to pass. We've got uh, all kinds of things that are going to be exposed between now and 2022 that are going to shed a whole different light on the Republican Party. And it amazes me that some of these people don't have enough foresight to see it. Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger do. And they're going to win this ultimately. If there is even a Republican Party left to deal with, those two will be the leaders. The rest will go by the wayside. They'll be embarrassed. They'll be shamed. They might be jailed, depending on what they were involved in. But the Republican Party has a lot of troubles. You know, we got the indictments that came out about the Trump Organization and uh, CFO Alan Weisselberg, but there's more coming, more to be exposed. And that's just the start of it. The indictments aren't the end result. There has to be trials with those indictments, unless they plead out, which is possible. And if Alan Weisselberg pleads out, then that is a lot more trouble for Donald Trump because he will expose everything. He'll have to if he wants to stay out of jail. So there's a lot happening between now and 2022. A lot will be exposed. And it's important for people to understand what side of history they're going to be on. And the majority of people in the Republican Party won't be on the right side of history. So anyway, let's take a quick break. We'll be back and we'll talk some more about some other stuff. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You know, one of the things that happened at the CPAC uh, meeting, committee, convention, whatever the fuck you want to call it, it, it was a shit show at best. One of the things uh, that was talked about was how Joe Biden's goal of 70% of the people vaccinated by July 4th didn't make it. We got to like 67%. And you know what the people at the CPAC convention did? They cheered. Yeah, 604,000 people have died of COVID that they called a hoax, that they thought masks were ridiculous to wear, that they are anti-vaxxers, and they cheered the fact that Joe Biden didn't make the goal. Well, I'm sure Joe Biden's not losing any sleep here about that. I'm sure he doesn't give a shit about what they think, but he does care about what happens to this country. And I'm almost beyond the point of caring anymore. You see... We have COVID starting to grow again in some areas. The Delta variant is now becoming the most prominent COVID we are finding. And these raises in cases and deaths are coming in just those areas that have low vaccination rates, which all, of course, are Republican states, red states. The COVID cases are getting out of hand again. There are hospitals that are having trouble because they're coming close, if not beyond, uh, capacity. Now, when you have to go to a hospital and there are no hospital rooms or beds available, that is a problem. 
Either you don't go or you have to go someplace farther away, assuming that there is space in those locations. And this is happening because COVID is starting to explode again. Now, the good news is that this is largely affecting only those unvaccinated. The number I heard was 99.2% of the people that are getting sick and dying of COVID are those that are unvaccinated. Now, Joe Biden wanted to get to 70% because he thought it would get us that much closer to uh, eradicating this disease. But I don't even know that 70% would completely eradicate it. You see, that's the opportunity we had with the vaccine. If everybody got vaccinated, this disease would be gone. But now it's going to linger. And who knows how much long it can linger. All these hotbeds of places that people don't get vaccinated are going to get COVID. And there are people that are going to die. Now, people who have listened to my TikToks or even this podcast have mistaken what I've said. And they're typically Trumpers or or, or Republicans because they're not listening. They're saying, not everybody that that doesn't get vaccinated and gets COVID dies? No, I didn't say they did. I didn't say that everybody who didn't get vaccinated and got COVID died. It may be 2%, it may be 3%, it may be 1%. It really doesn't matter. The fact of the matter is there are people dying in thousands that don't need to die. All they had to do was take the vaccination. Oh, they're going to put a microchip in you. Oh, it's magnetic. Or it's going to cause you problems down the road. None of that is fucking true. All of it is a lie. It's just bullshit that people don't want to take the COVID uh, vaccination. And I'm at a point right now where I'm thinking, okay, don't take the fucking vaccination. I don't care if you take the vaccination. Now, there is one problem to society with people not taking the vaccination. We now have the Delta variant, but it could vary even more. And as it varies and mutates, it could make it uh, make those vaccinations less effective. But that's not happening now. People always are talking about talking about um, um, this study in Israel, and they think that oh, okay, the COVID vaccine. Uh, People with the vaccine are dying from COVID too. That's that's not that's not true. See, Israel was doing a study that's a little different than what we are doing here. We're focusing on the crucial, deadly effects of COVID, and the percentage that protects us against that is high. What eighty-five percent, ninety percent, something like that. Now, the study that Israel did had to do with whether somebody could get COVID with the vaccine and suffer minor issues. And apparently their study shows it's like 66, 67%. So that is lower. But you have to understand, even if that's true, and we don't know that it's true because we count on the CDC to tell us, even if that's true, all that is saying is that, okay, you have the vaccine, yeah, you can get COVID, but you're only going to get minor symptoms. You're not going to die from it. So in that respect, it, clearly, it's, it's possible that even with a vaccination that you could get it, but you're not going to die from it. 
It's going to be more like a normal flu or a cold or something like that. So people grab onto that and say, oh, see, vaccination doesn't even stop COVID. We're all in trouble. We're all going to die. Shut the fuck up. Listen to what is said. Research what you're talking about before you start spewing shit. The bottom line is if you have a COVID vaccine now, you are far more protected, 99.2% more protected than those people that aren't vaccinated. Now, I'll go back to what I was saying before. Yeah, but not everybody that gets COVID is vaccinated. Um, well, but, but, but see, here's the deal. Let's say everybody that gets COVID and there are deaths. Let's say it's 2%. Let's say it's 2% of the people that get COVID die. So I'm not going to take the vaccination because it's not going to affect me. Well, you don't know that. We're seeing young people, old people, middle-aged people, people that seemingly are healthy, getting it and dying from it. We don't know who it's going to kill. But if you're comfortable with the fact that only 2% are going to die, and I'm not going to take it, let me ask you this. If you have kids... And somebody told you that, well, we can give your kid vaccinations and keep them healthy. Or if we don't give them vaccination, there's like a 2% chance of them dying. Are you going to take that chance? Are you? (laughs) I sure the fuck I'm not. I want to protect my kids 100% or as close as I can get to it every goddamn time. But they want to continue to fight about this vaccine and and continue to uh, discount it, even though it's showing tremendous results. So what we're going to see as we get into the later part of summer and into fall when we know COVID peaks, because we've seen it a couple times, these little pockets of places are going to explode with COVID. But there are large numbers of people in these places. And if only 2% die, that's going to be as much as 1,000 a day. Are you okay with that? You're willing to sacrifice a thousand people a day? Let me ask you this. Are you willing to sacrifice them when you know that largely these will be Republicans, Trumplicans, red state people that are dying? Now, I don't want to see anybody die, but I can hardly feel sorry for people that have been warned, have been given an option to save themselves, and just out of ego and just out of listening to conspiracy theories, they choose not to. If you decide not to protect yourself and you die, you're dying by the thousands, I'm hard-pressed to feel sorry for you. I mean, if you're standing on a street corner and you see a semi coming down the street at 60 miles an hour and you walk in front of it, what do you expect happens? Clearly, you have a death wish. Clearly, you don't care about the sanctity of your life or the life of others. Because you see, unlike walking in front of a truck, if you get COVID, now you can give it to somebody else. Tell you a quick story. I knew this guy, went to school with him, good guy, never really had any issues with him until Donald Trump came around. He was a big Trump fan. He thought COVID was a hoax and he thought everything about it was a joke and just people trying to fool us and get us vaccinated and do all this. That's what he thought. And he would rant about it all the time. 
One time his daughter went someplace. I don't know if it was a party or a trip or whatever. She got COVID. She was fine. She comes back, gives it to him. He gets COVID. He's sick. He's not feeling real good. But um, it's a little worse for him than it is his daughter, which would be expected. He's in his 50s or 60s. But then, <laughs> but then he goes to visit his mother. Now, his mother is in, a, in her 80s. He gives her COVID. She dies. Now, all of a sudden, this guy has a light bulb go off in his head. And now he feels horrible. Now he's going to feel guilty for the rest of his life because he did something that ultimately caused the death of his mother. Now he has a whole different take on this situation. He said to me one time, he said, look, why do people not believe that COVID is real? Because now it's real to him. Daughter got it. He got it. Mom got it. Died. Why don't people believe that it's real? And I said to him, look, dude, a month and a half ago, you didn't think it was real. You thought it was a hoax. You thought it was a joke. Now you paid a price, and now you think it's real. Wouldn't it have made sense to give it a stronger thought before you got to this stage? Then maybe you wouldn't be in this situation. He didn't have an answer for that. Now he seems to be woke, as they say, about COVID, and he can't believe why other people don't believe that it's real, even though he was one of these fucking clowns that believed it wasn't real. And by his recklessness, he was part and parcel to the earlier than expected death of his mom. Now, she's in her 80s. She probably wasn't going to live another 10 or 15 years, but she might have lived another couple years, three years, five years, maybe. But because of that sequence of events, daughter gets it, gives it to dad, dad gives it to his mom, her grandmother, and she passes away. Now, that guy has to live with that for the rest of his life. I like the guy. He's been friends with me since I was 10 years old. I hate to see him struggle with it, but I can't feel sorry for him because he put himself in that situation. He was dumb enough to believe conspiracy theories. He was dumb enough to follow Donald Trump. Well, now he learned a lesson, but this is the hard way to learn a lesson when somebody you love and care about, your mother who's been with you from your entire life, dies because you made the wrong choice. You did a stupid thing by not believing that you should get masks or you should be vaccinated. And that's what's going to happen around this country. People are going to die, and then people are all of a sudden going to be woke, (laughs) ironically, about COVID. They're going to see that they were lied to. They are going to see that that, uh, this has all been a joke played on them. Now, I'll be honest with you. I got the uh, COVID vaccination, and I wore a mask, and... uh, it's, you know, it's funny. There, there are people talking now that there seems to be more people getting colds. Not COVID, but just the common cold. And they're not quite sure why that's happening. Oh, the vaccine must have done it. No, the vaccine didn't do it. Let me explain to you experience I had. 
Now, I've lived in a cold climate for all of my life. You know, the winters are tough. And every winter, every winter, I get a couple of colds at least. I get at least one flu every winter. But you know what? Last winter, I didn't get a cold. I didn't have one flu. I had nothing. That was probably the healthiest winter I've ever been through in my 61 years of life. Now, how could that be? What could possibly have changed to give me something that would give me a break from colds and uh, flus? Well, I know what the fuck it was. It was the masks. We wore masks everywhere. We had them on. We had six feet of distance between everybody. And when I did that, I got no colds. I got no flus. Now people are taking off the mask, they're getting closer, and they're catching colds, and they're getting flus and that sort of thing. I'm not saying we should wear masks forever. I don't like wearing masks. I hate wearing masks. But that was the reason, and it should be something we should take note of. If we know that we can be healthier when there are masks in place, we should take note of that. And when we are in situations where there are other people with, with colds or, or, or flus or that sort of things or big crowds, maybe we should consider wearing masks. Now, I know a lot of people will ridicule people for wearing masks, but I got to tell you, I won't wear a mask most situations. If I go to a restaurant, I'm not going to wear a mask. I don't like wearing a mask. And yeah, I could get a cold, but I've always got colds. Maybe I get a flu, but I can take a flu shot or whatever the hell I got to do. But if you really want to know why colds are becoming more prevalent, it's because people aren't wearing masks. Good, bad, or indifferent doesn't make or make any sense to, to suggest it's anything otherwise. The mask did offer us some protection for not only catching it, but for spreading it. So all these anti-maskers that says, oh, it does no good, it's just a joke, it obviously did some good. And I did my own inadvertent study for last winter. And in spite of the fact I normally get colds and normally get flus, I got zero. And I wore a mask the whole winter. That's got to tell you something. That's got to tell you it's not a hoax. But now that the masks are off, we'll get back to normal and we'll get more colds and, and the flus. We'll see what happens. I'm not suggesting you should always wear a mask because they're a pain in the ass and I don't like them. But if it means keeping me healthy and keeping my granddaughter healthy and my kids healthy, if that's what I got to fucking do, I will goddamn do it. It's interesting what's happening out there with this COVID thing. And, you know, through the whole Trump administration, there seemed to be no accountability for Donald Trump and the people around him. There seemed to be no price being paid. And when this started, this COVID thing, Jared Kushner went around talking amongst the administration and said, you know, this is only going to affect the people in the blue states. So let's not do anything. Who cares if it kills people in the blue states? Well, Jared Kushner is not a scientist. He's not a doctor. He doesn't know jack shit about jack shit. And it turns out COVID affects everybody. It doesn't matter your age, race, gender, um, 
political affiliation. It doesn't matter. It can kill everybody, and it did to the tune of 604,000 people. What's ironic about it now is that now that people have masked up and people have vaccinated, the only people that are at risk of dying of COVID right now are those people that are unvaccinated. And those people that are unvaccinated are largely, not all, but largely red states, Republicans, Trumplicans. The polar opposite of what Jared Kushner thought would happen is now going to happen. And this time, it's not just some bullshit theory. It's a fact. People are going to die if they aren't vaccinated. Not all people that get COVID die. But is even one person dying from COVID? Not enough. We'll see how this handle, the Republicans handle this. When people start dying and they start becoming um, woke about COVID and they realize they've been lied to because it's a hard fact when somebody in your life, somebody who's close to you, somebody you love dies. That changes a perspective very, very quickly. And we'll see what that does with the Republican Party between now and the fall. It's going to get very ugly for a lot of people who are unvaccinated. You could not believe it if you don't want to. But the facts are the facts. When people start dying, people start getting sick, people start struggling. Because you see, it's not just about death with COVID. There is long-term effects with some COVID. Maybe you have lung problems. Maybe you have uh, autoimmune program, uh, pro- problems in the future. Who knows what it does? The best choice is to just not get it. So to not get it, you got to be protected. Mask when you need to, get the vaccination, and then you're fine. People like us that are vaccinated aren't going to struggle like those people who are not. And my point is, is they've been given opportunities. They've been given the facts, but instead they choose to believe conspiracy theories. Now they're putting their lives on the line. We'll see how they react once their lives are starting to be taken. And for me, I know this sounds cruel, but I have a hard time feeling sorry for these people. Don't want anybody to die, but if they do, I can't weep for them because they had the chance that everybody else had and they chose to believe lies. They chose to believe that they didn't need to protect themselves. So if if there are people who get sick and die in the process, it's really hard for me to feel sorry for them. This is going to be a turning point for the Republicans because a thousand people a day dying. You talk about fucking gerrymandering. When when voters start dying, then the Republicans are going to say, whoa, 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 wait a minute. And then they'll act. But it will be too late. They've ingrained this too much in their people. And it's going to be hard pressed to change their minds. I mean, Jesus Christ, Donald Trump has been vaccinated. Shouldn't that be enough to get people to be vaccinated? But it's not. These dumb shits still think it's a hoax. They still think they're going to put microchips in their arms. It's amazing to me, and as I've said this, I'll wrap this up, but as I've said this before, one of the most disturbing things that have come out of the last four years with Donald Trump uh, administration is that just how many stupid people there are in this country, how many people will follow uh, a, a cult leader, It's amazing to me. We're talking about 30, 33%. That many people in this country are that stupid and will follow anybody who talks loud. That's frightening. 
and surprising to me. Anyway, we're going to wrap things up for the Rational Boomer podcast. I want to thank you for spending some time with me. I hope you spend some more time with me because we've always got more podcasts coming your way. If you have a question, comment, insult, I don't give a shit. You can email me at rationalboomer at gmail.com. If you want to leave a voicemail message, you can do that by going to anchor.fm and rationalboomer and uh, leave a voice message. So whatever you want to do, I encourage you to make that call or send that email so that you can become part of the program here with the Rational Boomer podcast. So we'll see you again real soon. Thanks for listening to the Rational Boomer podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. We'll see you next time.